Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. Hello, everybody. I'm Gloria Copeland. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory. The voice that we have today is Billy Brim from Prayer Mountain in the Ozarks. And You're going to like it. Praise God. It's a voice of victory. Yes, it is. Because of this Word of God that I learned. Thank God. Walk in and live in. We're so grateful uh, But we've for been talking about um, our position in the church. We're seated at the right hand of the Father, overall in Jesus, overall principality, power, might, and dominion. We're over that. And we're looking at what's down here. Gloria, we are in the last days. And Satan has increased his activity. And uh, just, just uh, right here, uh, one of the camera people, uh, makeup girl, actually, makeup lady. And she was telling us how an e evil spirit appeared in her room last night, and she knew how to take authority over it. Wow. Well, you know, maybe your little children are there, and maybe they're trying to appear to them, and you need to know, I can take yeah. authority over this mm -hmm. thing. I can stop it. My little children are not going to have nightmares. I'm going to plead the blood of Jesus over this room. I'm taking authority over That's it. This right. is my house, and you're not coming in here, Satan. So uh, these are uh, things we need to know for this last days. That's right. And uh, Peter, um, talking about the pre-Adamic civilization, we're talking about the origin of Satan. He was Lucifer. God created Lucifer, an archangel. He made a devil out of himself. How did that happen? And we talked about the pre-Adamic civilization and when it fell. Uh, yesterday. You might want to go back and archives and watch these. Now, in 2 Peter, Peter's about to go to heaven. And this is a, this is a real uh, crisis in the church because Peter walked with Jesus. And here Jesus hasn't come back yet. So Peter's telling them that he's going to go on, but all the promises are true. Every promise God made, it wasn't just a fairy tale that Jesus is coming, but there's going to be some time. There's going to be some time. False teachers are going to come. He actually tells them it's going to be 2,000 years. But without going into all of that, uh, let's pick it up with 2 Peter 3 and verse 3. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers, walking after their own lusts. See, we walk in this life. We're going to get next week that we're in the kingdom of light. And we're told to walk in the light. Yes, the season. But the light. people of the kingdom of darkness, they walk after their own lust. Right. You can call it what you want to, but it's lust, most of it. Lust after this, lust after that. There will become people in the last days, scoffers. They're laughing. They don't want God in school. They don't want anything about it. They walk after their own lusts, and they don't want you reminding them that it's lust. That's right. And here's what they'll say. Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of the creation. Peter says, they're ignorant. But worse than that, they're willingly ignorant. For this they willingly are ignorant of, that by the word of God the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of the water and in the water whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water mm -hmm. perished. The world that was. Now, he's not talking about Noah's flood. He's talking about the pre-Adamic civilization. Remember Genesis 1-1, God's work is perfect. God's work is glorious. He created a glorious creation. 
But then by Genesis 1, 2, it's all covered with darkness and dark waters. And it's tohu vabohu. So Peter calls that the world that then was. And it perished. And then he says, it overflowed with water and perished. But the heavens and the earth, which are now, that's the one you and I live in, by the same word are kept in store until the day of judgment. Be not ignorant of this one thing. One day is with the Lord is a thousand years. A thousand years is one day. The Lord's not slack concerning his promise. It's still true. It's still coming. And then he speaks of um, verse 13. Nevertheless, we, according to the promise, look for new heavens and a new earth. So there was a world that then was. There's a world that is now. And there's a world that is to come. And the world that then was, was the pre-Adamic civilization. And that civilization was probably in the place of Lucifer's pre-Adamic kingdom. So we're going to start here with um, Ezekiel chapter 28. And we're going to look at uh, Lucifer and the world that then was. Uh, Chapter 28. The Lord, the word of the Lord came again to me saying, Son of man, take unto, say unto the prince of Tyre. Tyre was a big, prosperous, fortified city built on a rock just off Lebanon. And there was this huge city there, Tyre, very prosperous in those days. And uh, God's going to destroy it. And so he begins by talking with, he says to the prophet Ezekiel, You say this to the prince of Tyrus. Thus saith the Lord God, because your heart is lifted up and you have said, I am a God. I sit in the seat of God in the midst of the seas. Yet you are a man and not God, though you set your heart as the heart of God. There's a ruler over, um, there's a ruler over Tyre. And uh, he's, you know how those Roman emperors were. Now he's not Roman, he's Tyre. He's from Tyre, but they thought they were, they were uh, gods. Yeah. So he thinks he's a God and God said, no, you're not a God. You're just a man. So the Lord gives a word against him. And then he's going to speak to someone else. He tells the prophet to speak to someone else. Verse 11. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me saying, son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyre. Now he's not talking about the prince of Tyre who's a man. Now he's talking about someone else, a king of Tyre. And say unto him, you... Thus saith the Lord God, thou sealest up the sum, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. He's talking now to a king of Tyrus. He talked to the prince of Tyrus, who's down here, a man ruling on the earth. But now he's talking to an evil spirit in the heavenlies. Remember, Satan is the prince of the powers of the air. Remember, he is... um, God of this world. So we see here a double kingdom system. We see an earthly kingdom and we see a heavenly kingdom. In the heavenlies, not heaven itself, but in the heavenlies, in the atmospheric heaven. The Bible speaks of three heavens. This is the mid heaven. And so uh, there, uh, over the atmosphere of the earth, there in the, in the is, is actually, you're going to find out it's Lucifer. When we get down to... Uh, One of the verses down here, it's going to be, you're going to know that it's Lucifer. Turn to Satan. And so he says, now, prophet Ezekiel, you speak unto the king of Tyre. 
And you say unto him, You seal up the sum full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You have been in Eden. A man hasn't been in Eden. Now he's speaking to Satan. He's speaking to Satan. The prince of Tyre hasn't been in Eden, but this king of Tyre, one he addresses as the king of Tyre, he's been in Eden, the Garden of Eden, the mm-hmm. Garden of God. Who was in that garden, Lucifer, as a, disguised as a serpent? Every precious stone was your covering. The sardius, topaz, diamond, beryl, onyx, jasper, sapphire, emerald, carbuncle, gold. You wore jewels. Wow. You have been in Eden. You wore jewels. The workmanship of your tablets and of your pipes was prepared in thee in the day thou wast created. This is a created being. He isn't born. He doesn't have a belly button. He didn't have a father and a mother. He's created. And he was created total beauty. He sealed it up. There was no one, no, none of God's creatures, perhaps than the one we call Jesus, our Lord, that was more beautiful than he. He summed up the beauty mm. in the day that you were created. In him were these, when he walked, it was like a pipe organ. It was like a music. Music literally came out of him. He probably had something to do with the music and the worship in the area of music. He's very adept at using music. He's very adept well, at using music to, uh, to, to hypnotize people, to put them in his trances. The workmanship of your tablets and your pipes was prepared in the, in the day you were created. You are the anointed cherub. You, the anointed cherub that covered. Some, he was anointed. You have to be anointed with the Holy Spirit. He was anointed and he did something. He's an angel and he somehow covered maybe the presence. Maybe you had to go through him to get to God. And I have set thee so. You were upon the holy mountain of God. He was in the highest heaven, the heaven of heavens. You walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. There is something in heaven and something about God himself and something about the throne That's the stones of fire. And this one had access to that very inner sanctum of God. Hmm. He walked up and down in there. You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created. God created him and God's work is what? Perfect. Perfect. So he created a perfect Archangel, Mm. till iniquity was found in thee. Iniquity was found in him. How did it get in there? Then God speaks about his merchandising. He has to do with that. I will cast thee in the verse of end of verse 16 as profane out of the mountain of God. I will destroy you over covering cherub or covering cherub. From the midst of the stones of fire. God has the stones of fire still within himself, still at his throne, and he's going to destroy Satan with those fires. He walked up and down in them. But now they're going to be, when, when God has fire fall out of heaven, at the end of the thousand years, it'll come from this, uh, the midst of the stones of fire that Lucifer used to walk up and down in. But now he's going to be destroyed by them. 
What, what happened that got him to make such a fall? Your heart was lifted up because mm -hmm. of your beauty. Pride. Pride. You have corrupted your wisdom by reason of your brightness. I will cast you to the ground. I will lay you before kings that they may behold you. Mm. Uh, it tells in verse 19 that he has been a terror, but he never will be anymore. Do you, I know you remember this, Billy, <clears throat> that Brother Hagen told about the woman. Yes. That Satan came to her and said, you are a beautiful woman. Yes. You have, I've forgotten what Ali said Talent. to yeah. yeah, you have this, you have that. You are a beautiful woman. And he saw in this vision, Brother Hagin saw in this vision, he saw the first thing to her head. Satan was talking to her. He was oppressing her. Oppressing her, telling her how beautiful she was and how gorgeous. And then she kept, she kept listening to that until she believed it. She was obsessed. And it had a, first it had a black dot in her head. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. And then that black dot moved down to her heart as she began to believe what Satan said and began to say it herself. Isn't that the way it goes? Yeah, and that was possession. And so the enemy, Satan then, took possession of her and she became possessed by that devil. So when, when it comes to listening to lies of the devil, you better know the Word of God that's your that's Absolutely. your security. You better know. No, that's not right. I'll not have that. Or if you don't know what the word says, then you don't know what the devil says. You know that is told in his book. I believe in visions. She was a minister's wife. Yeah, that's right. I mean, and she I had sung that. beautifully and uh, operated the gifts of the spirit. And so she was uh, what what the scripture would define as a full grown. Yeah, believer. a full-grown believer, mm -hmm. one who could commit the unpardonable sin. Yeah. You can't commit it unless you're full-grown yeah. and know what you're doing. That's right. And first, here's the difference. We're going to talk about this. Good. Oppression. Mm -hmm. He's out here oppressing you with thoughts. Mm -hmm. Here's where you cast him away. Yeah, that's right. You can still cast him away. No, you don't, Satan. Every thought that comes to you, you didn't think it. I cast you out. I'm not thinking that thought. I bring that thought into captivity to the Word of God. That's the Word of God says so and so. You have to know the Word. You have to know the Word. the Word, you're just a, a what? You're just a available. Yeah. But, but she knew the Word, but she, and at first she did. She did because he was telling her how beautiful. See, how beautiful Remember you are. Remember what Brother Hagin used to say about the devil? Somebody said, you'd say something good about the devil. Yeah. He said, well, he is a persistent he's, cuss. He's a persistent and cuss. he is. He stayed so, with her. Yeah. So first oppression and yeah. then obsession. She became obsessed with it. The devil started telling her, you could make it big in the world. Mm -hmm. Your beautiful voice you sing up there on Sunday morning, you know, you can make it big. Lied, lied, lied. And then when it went in her heart, like you said, that's when she became possessed. Yeah. And that's when she chose him. Mm -hmm. Knew what she was doing. Yeah. She chose Over God, Satan. she chose. So, of course, he's going to tempt people to fall. He loves people to fall. Not well, he wants the thought. He wants the power. Yeah, and That's and what he's and absolutely, he he did it himself. You know, so uh, you're not going to think Satan was a, is a defeated foe. Defeated. He has no power of his own. That's why he endeavors to, to deceive people like this woman we're talking about so that he can use her power. Yeah, and use her body. Uh-huh. Against yeah, herself and everybody else. Yeah. 
and cause, cause bad to that church. Yeah. And so what God did with Brother Hagin was he, he, he stopped that devil from working through her to hurt that church and that pastor. Mm-hmm. And God showed him how to do it. Wow. So you, you bought, but, but, but here's the thing about it. You're not going to be committing the, the devil tells more people they've committed blaspheming against the Holy the Ghost. Unpardonable sin. Unpardonable sin. You didn't, you didn't commit it. I doubt any of you Qualify. Qualify. <laughs> you gotta really. You gotta really be a mature believer. Christian. You gotta know be like Adam. Doing. Yes, and know right. what you're doing. You're, and you're make not gonna be tricked. You might be deceived, but you're gonna know what you're doing. You're gonna know it's wrong. You're gonna know it's not the thing to do. Exactly. Now let's look at Isaiah chapter 14. Which Remember we're not the question. Gonna do. We're not gonna commit. We're gonna follow God. It says, "You were perfect in your ways from the day that you were created till iniquity was found in thee." I was once at a university, a Christian university, and a man was giving, a doctor so-and-so was giving a talk in front of all these Christian students. And he said, how that iniquity got in there, we don't know. And I thought, we do too know. God told us how it got in there. So you look at uh, chapter 14 of Isaiah. Here you're going to find out how the iniquity got into them, into Lucifer. Isaiah, it uses his very name, Lucifer. Isaiah chapter 14 says in verse 12, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How did it happen? And here's how it happened. And again, God is addressing him as the king of Babylon. Babylon is present-day Iraq. And of course, it was Lucifer working down through Babylon and all that mess. So uh, God says he broke his staff. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 5, the Lord has broken the staff of the wicked. And uh, he's judged Lucifer. And it says in verse 7, the whole earth is at rest. This is Isaiah 14, verse 7. The whole earth is at rest and is quiet. They break forth into singing. This is at the judgment of Lucifer. The earth is happy. It rejoices. Now, God says to Lucifer, verse 9, Hell from beneath is moved for thee to meet thee at thy coming. It stirs up the dead for thee. Satan's not in hell now. We're going to talk about that. He's operating from the heavenlies. That's where the seat of Satan is right now. But he's going to hell. At the end of the thousand-year reign, he's going to be put to He's going to be put to the pit at the beginning of the thousand-year reigns, but he's going to hell, the lake of fire, at the end of the thousand years. And here, verse 9, Hell from beneath is moved for thee to meet thee at thy coming. That's why we know that hell's below. And it's moved to meet Lucifer at his coming. You know how we say that the saints in heaven, they're saying, Did you know Brother Hagin's coming? Brother Hagin's coming. Yeah. Well, down there, hell's saying, Lucifer's coming, Lucifer's coming. Hmm. Hell from beneath is moved for thee to meet thee at thy coming. It stirs up the dead for you, all the chief ones of the earth. It hath raised up from their thrones all the kings of the nations. He's always the one that the Bible describes as deceiver of the nations. He went around earth and he deceived Hitler and he deceived Ivan the Terrible and he deceived uh, Torquemado and the ones from the Spanish Inquisition. He, he deceived kings and all through, and here they are, they went to hell, and here they are seeing him coming. And they say, here's what they'll say, verse 10, all they shall speak and say unto thee, are you also become weak as us? 
Mm-hmm. Are you become like unto us? Mm-hmm. You promised us everything. We'd sell our soul to the devil. And now here we have been down here chained in these, in these compartments and here you're coming. And then they ask him. The kings, in other words, they're saying, you tricked us. Yeah, you tricked us. Yeah, you did. And they're going to say, how? Verse 12, here's their question, the kings. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground who did weaken the nations? How'd it happen? And here's the answer. For thou hast said in thine heart, I will. And he gives five I wills. Mm -hmm. When God created Lucifer, he created him perfectly. And to be created perfectly, you have to have a will. You have to be a free moral agent. Otherwise, you'd just be a Pinocchio mm, yeah. or a robot. So every, everything that God creates, he puts a free will in it, and he put one in Lucifer. And Lucifer was the first one to turn it against God. He said, I will ascend into heaven. He made a decision. Yes, and wherever his throne is, we're going to see that he has a throne. He had to ascend to get up to the heavens. Now, he had back and forth access but his throne was someplace below hmm. earth. That's where it was. Thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne. He had a throne. He was a ruler. It was over the earth, pre-Adamic civilization. I'm going to exalt my throne above the stars of God. He lived under the stars of God. That's where his throne was. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will sit up there. I'm not going to just be content down here on earth having my throne. I want to sit up there. He's saying, I will be God. I will be God. That's what he said. Yep. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. His throne was below clouds. Earth has clouds. I will be like the Most High. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. Hmm. Then they that see thee will look upon you and say, Is this the one that made the earth to tremble? and shook kingdoms, made the world a wilderness, destroyed cities. Is this the one? Hmm. And then God gives his, I will, what he's going to do to him. Now contrast that with Jesus. When Jesus came, he said, I am come to do thy will. Yes, oh God. I seek, oh God. I seek not my will, but the Father's will. So here's the first one, turned his will against God. Mm -hmm. And when he turned his will against God and he said, I'm going to ascend, I'm going to go up, he did. He took his beings that followed him on earth. He took a third of the angels and he made an attack on heaven. We read about it in the book of Revelation. But Jesus tells us how that attack turned out in Luke. Um, I think it's chapter 10, verse 18. Yes, Luke 10, 18, Jesus said, I beheld Satan as lightning fall oh. from the sky. Praise and that day that he fell from the sky, that's the day that the earth and his kingdom became Tahu Vabohu. And the pre-Adamic civilization was over. Wow. Judged. Mm, until God gets ready to create man. Hallelujah. With Adam. That's what happened. That's what happened. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Be sure to get the notes at kcm.org slash notes. And remember, Jesus is Lord.